last, we'll be first. What a day, I'm telling you. This is Jimmy and Annette, and of course, as always, Mr. Chevy is joining us on the lap of Dame Annette, of course, <laughs> taking his typical position and he posture. He is. He is. He got really excited when I walked in the room. I know. He loves, loves doing the podcast. It's odd. I don't Because understand. he's so involved in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he's already out. He gets comfortable, and then he's done. He did his part, so to speak. Well, we want to welcome you to Living Up in a Down World. This is episode number 30. Gosh. Number 30. Three decades. Three, Three decades. Tens. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's funny. It's, I'm thinking about somebody being 30 years of age or whatever, but it's just wild that we're already at number 30. Mm-hmm. And are you, is your mind Almost blown? halfway through the year. It is halfway through the mm-hmm. year. We've done. Oh, it is think over halfway it. through the Hello, year. 52 sure weeks in a year. Okay. So yeah, we blew past that marker, right? <laughs> But anyway, how are you doing today? I'm good. You look stunning, by the oh, way. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I mean that. I really do. Because I, t- I put makeup on. No, because you're cooking. I never put makeup on on Mondays. <laughs> yes, I am cooking again. You put makeup on to go to the gym today? Well. You just feel better when you do it, right? I do. I, yes, I needed to today. I hear you. Just, I needed a... I needed to look a little bit more lively than I was. So, yeah. So, how are the contacts coming along? Um, So, Annette started, made a decision a few months ago to get get contacts after many years of not. And it's been a challenge. It has been because they're, um, one is a reading and one is a distance. And so, your eyes have to, your brain has to conform to this new way of seeing. And it, 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 it takes its toll on me so, sometimes. So what is your left? My left is for distance and my right is for reading. That is, so the, the idea there is that your brain adjusts. Your brain adjusts. She said it takes that is wild. a good couple of months. And so, how's um, it going so far? Well, it's going well. I thought I needed a stronger right lens. And so we tried it, but that it didn't work. So mm-hmm. I still can't read very well. They say nothing can be as good as your own glasses. And mm. so, but that's okay. I would rather not wear glasses if I can get away from it. So there's a little bit of an unusual thing with you doing contacts and that involves me. Right. Because How so? I, <laughs> you know, I can get them in it just like that. But, oh, sorry, I snapped. This dog does not like snaps. Oh, no. He just thinks no, he that loves means them. we got to do. He's funny. But uh, I cannot get them out. I have tried and tried and tried. They're very thick. And I even had um, my nails cut down. That didn't help. I so just, how so do you get them out of your you eyes? You have to get them out. <laughs> so we can never be apart if we go away. Any, you know, by herself without the other, I won't be able to wear You'd them. You'll be wearing glasses. I'll be wearing glasses. Well, let me just say, I'm glad to do that. Sometimes you complain. No, I don't complain. The first yes. couple of times was just straight up weird well, because, because I'm, you, I've got my finger on your eyeballs. Yes, so that was and you pinched my eyeballs at first. I know. I've, it was awful. You don't do that anymore. It was awful. Now it's pretty easy to get them out. Yeah, I think you've got it down. I oh, wish I'm I could get it down. I'm, I got it now. It's figured very, it out. It's, uh, yeah. I've had them in the past Mm -hmm. when I was young. I had no trouble getting them out. I don't know if it's because these are so thick. 
I don't know. Because even sometimes when sometimes you get them. Sometimes when I get them, it's like yes, they're suction, like like a a suction, suction cup. cup. I know, it's crazy. I know. So I'm like, whoa, I barely could get That's that off. That's how it feels when I try to get them. So there's the uh, contact saga. And uh, <laughs> what else is going on? Hey, we are 34 days into our 60-day sabbatical. Mind-bending, isn't it? Yes. So a little over halfway, and uh, we did decide. We made a deal, if you'll remember. Is that Chevy making all the noise yeah, over there? sorry. His collar or whatever. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, ignore the noise. It's Chevy doing, being restless. Yes, he is getting restless. So we, we made a commitment when we stepped into this sabbatical. We, we've taken it, for those of you who are new to the show, first of all, welcome to Living Up in a Down World. I'm Jimmy, and this is Annette. We pastor Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas, in the middle of the hill country. And and we decided to start doing a podcast because Adam and Tina Curry are dear, dear friends. Adam is a, considered the pod father. He co-invented and developed uh, podcasting like 18, 19 years ago. And so he's become one of my best friends on the planet. And he was like, you guys and Tina too, you should do a podcast. We're like, really? Because I'd kind of thought no, about it. it was... You should oh, do that's a right. podcast. You should do a podcast. Yes, not I was not included in that conversation. Not originally. And then I just decided I didn't want to do it by myself. We do everything together. Have you ever noticed that? That's true. And so I thought, no, I don't want to do it but by you're, myself. But you're good um, on the fly. I appreciate that. You really are. I mean, when you do announcements, if someone throws something at you, you're able to talk about it. I remember we used to do... Do you remember when we did commercials? I do remember that. We did it for, I think it was Hope for, Hope tomorrow. for tomorrow. And they would just and ask you Bethel questions Dallas, or church. say, here, just start talking. And you could just <laughs> rattle off anything. And I'm I'm there with my eyes bulging. A little Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, that's not one of my gifts. Stage fright. That's what it is. Camera fright. Yes. I don't know. Camera and shock I have, or something. I do have that. But if I'm speaking, I'm nervous right before, but then when I stand up, yeah. after a few seconds, I'm done. And I'm, I, you snapped your fingers I can, again. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I can speak, and I'm fine after that. But for some reason, I just Not have a little bit fine, of stage fright. You're amazing. You're well, gifted. Well, I appreciate that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And you're also a gifted podcaster. Oh. Seriously, you have the most soothing, comfortable voice. Here we go with a voice again. No, you have a beautiful voice. Well, I appreciate that. You're a beautiful okay. person. I'm just going to accept that. Thank oh, you. Thank way you. Way to go. I'm proud of you. Power of your words. So, so I, power I, of your thoughts. There you go. That's it's true. Powerful words, powerful thoughts. So I deviated just a hair because I did want to mention um, Adam and Tina and just that Adam, he's the executive producer of our show. So you've, right, but you've mm -hmm. forgot to say what we were about to do. We made a decision on our sabbatical right. last minute. Okay, oh, back, you, back to you, sabbatical, <laughs> jumping around a little bit. You are. Well, Wait, I know there are people listening who maybe never heard when us before. She's talking about Adam jumping around and then he doesn't get back to his original. We thought. may both have ADD. I'm I not think sure. you do. Adult, I think no, you do. ADD, no. adult attention deficit well, disorder. Still, yes, anywho, you do. Squirrel, fly, whatever. So at the beginning of our sabbatical, and we are so blessed, our church gifted this with us, our board of directors, um, our elders were coming to us saying, go enjoy and do not feel guilty. And I needed to hear that. Which we don't. We don't feel don't, guilty. No, and they can God, run it. Because I trust them. I'm not worried about anything. And, and what teeny bits of things we've heard have all been good. So we're super proud of our team. Looking forward to seeing them in, what, three plus weeks? I mean, we still got some time, but... Looking forward to that. It'll be like a family reunion when we get back. But So we're doing this. It's the first time in 38 years I've ever done anything like this to take two months 
to just um, rest, recover, restore, and refill. And and, and, we're, and it's I'm progressing getting that way. Stir crazy. I know you are. So we we had made a deal. Yes. We said we're not going to make any plans in terms of travel because some people on on their sabbaticals will do like a study break or a, that's not a sabbatical. No. That's just work. Or or they'll they'll take, plan a trip. So we were like. You know what? We have a beautiful home. We love it. We're in the hills. Beautiful green here. Well, except for the grass because we're in a drought. And but everything Chevy. else we is have Chevy. And we have Mr. Chevy with us. But we said, if we wake up one day and we just say, let's go to the beach, then we're going to go to the beach. And we woke up today, today and was said, that day. let's go to the beach. Again. So we're planning it. Well, what you did, you floated it by me. I did. And then I, I think prayed. you were testing the waters. I was. But I, I literally, I floated it by you because I got an email um, in my inbox that had to do with travel. And I thought, I'm just going to click on this, clicked on it. I started doing research of of an area that we talked about going to. And then I just subtly brought it up to you as we were driving to the gym and you didn't say much, but yeah. And then I prayed, I said, Lord, okay, if this is of you and you, this is what we should do. Have him bring it back up. And you did. You brought it back up. As soon as I got in the car, I said, you know what? You were talking about going to the beach. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's pull just the trigger. Go. And I was shocked. I was shocked. You were shocked and I was excited. Because, because a like, few days ago, you said, I don't want to go anywhere. Well, we both were just talking in the pool. We kind of said, hey, we're very content here. Quite frankly, I can tell you're a little stir crazy. I am. I, just, I know you very I well. I need beach water. I don't need to get in the water. I, I'm not a big beach person, but I want to hear it. Whether If I'm in a place and I can just open up the windows yeah. and just feel the breeze, hear the waves, that's good enough for me. And we can yeah. cook. I mean, Well, and because kids be are easy. back in school, school started. Or, yes. You know, and so, that's what I was waiting for. So it worked out timing-wise where there's availability. So, hey, we're doing it. And but so we, we're going to miss Mr. Chevy. We are, but he's going to be kept by his sister. Right. Faith, <laughs> our daughter. And we're going to take our, daughter, Faith. our podcast instruments taking, so that we yeah, can continue taking that. taking our equipment. It's easy to haul, haul along. Uh, I'm going to put it in the Kemper bag so it's perfect. It's like a backpack. And uh, so we'll do our... And carry it on. Yeah, I'll carry it on for sure. Yeah. I won't let it out of my sight. But we'll do that. And then we're going to do our podcast from the beach. Yes. That'll Not be out fun. in the water too, too no. loud, but from, from the room. So looking forward to that. That'll be next week. So just bringing you up to speed on how things are going. Um, I've had some epiphanies during this. I mean, amazing. The Lord kind of broke it down into three parts for me. First was spirit and my first three, four weeks were very focused on the person, the spirit and, and spiritual depth. And then the next part was body. And so we, we'd already started eating well and doing well. Uh, we thought, gosh, this is the best time to really get our eating and, you know, diet act together. So we've been doing that and that's been amazing. Um, we've both lost some weight. I'm hoping we get back to church. I'm going to go, oh my gosh, you're half the man you used to be. That, I'm hoping I'm half the be. woman. I'm, I'm working on <laughs> it. Working I'm working on it. On it. I've lost and 10 even, pounds, so I'm super excited even about Even on vacation, I oh, feel absolutely. like, because we're going to go to the store, we're going to cook, go out a couple mm-hmm. of times for seafood. You have to have seafood in Florida. So, you know, for sure. For I, sure. I think we're going to be fine. Yeah, me too. And we can walk along the beach, and that oh, burns calories. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, this has been great. So the whole the whole sabbatical has been great. Um, 
couple of things I, that have really impacted me, and, and I heard Bill Johnson say it, and I've really adopted this into my own life. And he said this, I've given up the right to be offended. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've actually preached on that right before we started the sabbatical, like the same week we were starting. I, I Really, that was on my heart. And, uh, and it's really caught on some people. It's it helped sure some has. people and it had sure some has. good feedback on that. But it's really helped me. And just, and, and I mean in the little things like driving or walking through a grocery store and somebody cutting you off with their basket. You know, the stuff that's tedious and annoying or sometimes just rude, I've just given up the right to be upset about it. And that happens quite a lot these days. <laughs> it kind of People does. Are, are angry. Of course, the heat doesn't oh, help anything. Here in right Central now. Texas, it is burning up hot. We're, what, 102, right I think. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, 101 here. We have wow. record temp. Well, I don't know if it's record, but... Over a hundred degrees for many, many yeah. days coming, and yeah, All that's this why week. I said let's just. Of course, Florida is not any different. It's pretty warm there too. So I think, I think it'll be good. But I think the heat is so hard on people that it makes you angry. It does, yeah. You know, I, every time I, I you agree. get out to go into a place, you're just burning up hot. Yeah, you park a car somewhere and you I get don't know in, how Chris does it in degrees. Houston. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. He, because when he was here, he mm-hmm. said, this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. The heat y'all have is so dry compared to yeah. the humidity in Houston. And he, this is he was just like... This is our son, Chris. Yeah. He's he, a pastor in Houston. And he said, I can sit out in your backyard and enjoy the morning, but I can't do that at my house. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, that was pretty really sad. Yeah, he really enjoyed being here with us and we enjoyed him. So, um, so another thing, but okay, going off that same premise of, um, I give up the right to be offended. Well, another thing came up and I really grabbed hold of it from my own heart. And it's this, I've given up the right to withhold encouragement. Mm. You know, um, in fact, I'll just say what happened last week. So the week before, not last week, but the week before we did a podcast and for the first time since we started in and at that time, 28 episodes, it was the first time we got no feedback. I mean, zero, like crickets. I even, I even kind of said, this is what we heard. <laughs> it was just crickets. And, and we were like, wow, did, did it even go out over the airwaves? Did, did we say, did we offend people or did we say something we shouldn't have? And I know we took a little different route on that podcast. We, we, we had a little bit of a stronger slant on some things. And I felt a little out of my lane in that, doing that, because it's not typically my M.O. at all. I'm Mr. Living Up in a Down World, right? Living Up. So I felt like a, I felt like I got a nudge from the Holy Spirit. I felt like I, the Lord was nudging me to say, that's not your lane. Let other people run in that lane and that, cheer them on, but it's not yours. So we took a step back in and did exactly what we were called to do. We talked about the forgiveness factor last week. That was powerful. And I have to tell you, we had a massive outpouring of support. I, it made up for all the 27 <laughs> episodes before, and I'll, I'll share some of that towards the end of the program, but so thankful to everybody who took the time to encourage us, yes. and it came in in spades. I, I'm just it was unbelievable. I'm blown away. I'm literally just blown away. I mean, you even made a comment. It, it felt like, should we even continue? Maybe, maybe this isn't our thing. And, uh, and I wasn't feeling quite, I was down, but I wasn't that down, but, it, but I understand what you're saying. Sometimes you wonder, okay, if there's, 
are we making a difference or is this helping Because I don't want to do this if we're not making a difference. Me too. I, or, because you and There's I can no just talk anytime we want. But if we're going to talk on air and we're going to share, mm-hmm. you know, personal stories, we're going to share about what God's doing and we say, and we want to help people. I mean, that's the whole we want point. It matter, we want right? it to matter to people. We want them to have, get some value out mm-hmm. of what we have Absolutely. to say. And if we don't, you know, I just, I want it. It's got to be meaningful. It's got to be meaningful to people. And I think that's just super important. Super important. And well said there. So I came up with this. I've I've given up my right to be offended, and I've given up the right to withhold encouragement. Because what happened was, what I realized is that we tend to think about encouraging someone, but we don't do it. We think about it, and just by thinking about it, we sort of think we did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We feel good, but we didn't release that and share that and with the person. And that, uh, that person that you're thinking about, maybe they need it, and you've missed an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I, like today at the gym, mm-hmm. I saw you walk by a gentleman on the treadmill, and you've seen him for months, months and months. But you stopped him because you noticed he had lost a lot of weight. And you wanted, well, you wanted to acknowledge that. I did. And it was beautiful because he was shocked that you even noticed. Yeah. And, uh, and you don't know him. He doesn't know you. Well, I know him now. His name's Taylor. And there you go. And I've seen this guy for months. He came in, he, and I asked him, I said, man, I've got to ask you, how much weight did you lose? He said, 220. No, I started at 220. I'm, I'm at 180. I went, dude, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. He was just lit up. He's young. And I said, well, how old are you? And he said, because he was saying, I eat everything. Because I, 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 I asked, I said, are you doing any dieting or anything with that? Or he goes, no, I eat everything. He said, he said, I know I shouldn't, but and I overeat sometimes. I said, well, how old are you? He goes, I'm 31. I said, oh, he you can, can get eat away. Everything. I said, you can get away with that. I said, I'm 61. I can't get away with it. And so we just had a great conversation. He said, well, what's your name? And we introduced each other. And I just, man, it felt so good. And I told him, I said, you know, I walked right by you a minute ago and I turned around and came back because I made a decision and, it, and I've given up my right to withhold encouragement from people. So I just wanted to encourage you today. And the you dude, made his day. The dude was lit up like Can you imagine how many people in our lives that we walk by? that we call, that we talk to in person, that we don't encourage at all. And what could happen if we would all take the time to encourage one another? And really, how much effort does it take? Mm-hmm. And I think as I walked away from Taylor, and I put a thing in my memory so I can remember his name. So the next time I see him, I'm going to call him by name. And, and I'm not a gym socialite. I go to work out. I got my AirPods on. I'm, I'm in. You know, I'm just like, er. So it, it was kind of broke me out of my zone to actually pull them out of my ear and stop somebody and, uh, and talk to them. But I'm just made up my mind. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to withhold if something comes to mind. And two, you got to think in terms of appropriateness too. He, right. had he been lifting weights, I wouldn't have stopped him. He, I noticed he didn't have his AirPods in, so he wasn't listening to music and he could keep walking while I talked to him. And so I'm being wise about that because I mean, you just start off suddenly going out and encouraging every human being because then it can turn into just flattery right. or, or just false compliments. And that's not what I'm talking no. about. I'm talking but about when I the Holy Spirit But I think you get a Holy nudges. Spirit nudge. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Yes. 
And you know what? We all get them. Oh my gosh. We just Several don't times act a on day. them. We don't act How on them. How many times have you been just, just driving, you're driving into the office and we're in different cars, so you're by yourself and maybe you've got music going, maybe you don't. And somebody comes across your mind and you think, gosh, I haven't talked to that person. Well, I should probably reach out to them. I believe even those kinds of things is a God nudge. It's a God tap. I agree. I agree. It's, it's a God moment where he's saying, you need to reach out to that person. Mm-hmm. But if you're like me, and I know you are because we're human, right? We're human beings being human. And we just withhold it because we get, and then we get distracted or we, we move on with our day and we don't, and we forget. And so I'm, I'm doing, I'm trying to be very open and sensitive and say, Lord, train me, train my, train my spirit to hear those and, and sense those God nudges. That's great. Cause think about how powerful it would be. I mean, we mentioned last in last week's uh, podcast that words matter, that our they words really are do. powerful. Mm-hmm. So when we take our words of value and appreciation and encouragement. In fact, the word encourage means to inspire courage. There it is. You've got it to inspire courage. So when we encourage someone, we're actually inspiring courage in them and name one person on this planet that doesn't need to be encouraged. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone needs to hear it. There is the law of reciprocity. It's kind of amazing because when you give it, it comes back to you, right? Mm-hmm. And scripture talks about that. Give and it'll be given to you, good good measure. And that's not about money, by right. the way. Pressed down. Yeah, shaking together and running, running over, over when God put it in your lap. And and that that just that's the law of reciprocity. It means when you when you sow, when you give, when you extend something, it will come back to mm-hmm. you. And you don't do it so that it will. That's the wrong motive. You do it because the Lord told you to do it. And so I want to encourage what got me thinking about that so strongly. By the way, we're not going to stay on our topic. This okay, is our topic I today. That. I know you're looking at the time <laughs> going, like, whoa, wait. we have another topic. We'll say it for next no, week. Like this, this is the topic mm-hmm. because there's nothing. I mean, the issue of forgiveness, which we talked about last week, is so critical and so powerful. But also the issue of encouragement. Well, if you think about what the word says, it, it, it talks about we need to love one another. Mm-hmm. And if if you're not loving, if you're not encouraging them, you're not loving them. True. So it's it it works together. And so I think that, you know, we've been listening to Bill Johnson talking about um, loving one another and how important that is. I listened to a, a teaching today by Robert Morris from years ago while I was at the gym and he was talking about preferring people, putting Ooh, people, you know, like you say, putting people over preferences. It's this, he was basically saying the same thing. He said that when he started his church 25 years ago, he told um, the people that were involved in this, in the plant, uh, we need to prefer people. People need to come first. And they all stopped and said, no, 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 wait, it needs to be God. And he said, what do you think God's purpose is? Who do you think, what do you think his whole, Oh wow! his whole purpose for being God is loving people. So if we love people, then we've served what God, it's what God set us here on this earth to do. And so I, I it really goes along with that because it, it I love it that. But too many people go, Oh, you're putting people over, over the Holy spirit. No, the Holy spirit. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit is in that person, and you've yeah. got to love that person. That's right. And so. Love God, love I, people. I mean, yes. that's what we do. Yes. Listen to this scripture. I, I just pulled up some scriptures as we're talking. First Thessalonians 5.11 says this. Therefore, encourage one another and build each, each other, other up. up. And he says, just in, just as in fact you're doing. So apparently they were already doing that there uh, in Thessalonica at that, at that little church, church that he was at. But he's saying, encourage, encourage one another and build each other up. Hebrews chapter 10, 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good, good deeds. Good works. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. It's the idea of we're here to inspire courage in one another. And I love that, to spur one another on. That's like cheering somebody on, right? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful scripture. Uh, listen to this out of Ephesians 4. It's another good one. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. We're here to build people up, to mm -hmm. inspire courage and to pour life into others. And it's hard to pour life into others and encourage when you're not encouraged yourself. Well, I think we're a negative culture, so we're always about putting people down. And I don't want to be a, be part of that camp. I want to be a part of the camp that people say, oh, my goodness, she's always building me up. I never hear negative things mm, about beautiful. people from her. I'm not there yet, but that is one of my goals. It's Beautiful. always been one of my goals in life that I always prefer people. So one of the things about preferring people is, is then you're not selfish either. You, you, If you put people first, you're putting yourself last. And I think that's really important. Beautiful. We watched a movie last night. It was not the best movie we've ever seen. But it was about a, a had a good message. The message was this young girl preferring others. She was n always doing for other people, and people were drawn to her mm -hmm. because of her love, her it, love for God and yes. her love for people. And I, I just wow, as as we were watching that, even though it wasn't, I didn't, we didn't really really care for the ending so much because it didn't have the ending we prefer. Mm -hmm. But the message was so strong. And sometimes we can watch something, turn it off because maybe it's not going where we want. But we miss the the idea of what is trying to come across in a movie. And mm -hmm. to me, I walked away going, wow. Me too. I need to be more like that. I need to. And I think what's hard for me on this sabbatical is not being around people. Yeah. Uh, so what's happening to me now the people that I am coming in contact with, I'm talking to them like the guy at the hardware store. I, I noticed that too. He had this, uh, his arm in a sling. And I said, man, what, what happened to your arm? He's, so he tells me his story and I'm, I'm like, man, I hope that gets better and wish you the best. I mean, I'm finding myself just enjoying talking to people. And see, for me, I want to talk to all of my friends from well, I church do too, absolutely. and I want to, you know, find out what's going on in their lives same, and same. And I can't. And so it's, I think God is just ramping me up for when I do have that <laughs> opportunity in three and a half, I'm three, four weeks to, to where I can, I can utilize what I'm learning now yes. to be a better friend there because that's what I want is to be a better friend. I am getting to be that friend with to Tina, which is great. Beautiful. But, um, we only allowed one couple in our life at this point so that we could yeah. truly have a have sabbatical. A sabbatical. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens as Tom moves on. 
from the sabbatical. You know, you just mentioned that movie about that girl serving. Mm-hmm. Listen to this, 1 Peter 4.10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And it's that idea. So I, I'm focusing on encouragement right now. because, And the reason I am is because of you who are listening. You inspired me because... Once we, we said, hey, wow, we didn't hear anything. Are we, is everything okay? You know, did the world, did everybody get, you know, raptured and we got left behind? I mean, what happened? <laughs> it was weird. But you just responded. And I want to say thank you for that. And I want you to know, not only did it encourage us, it inspired courage in us, but it also, at a deeper level, inspired me to inspire others, to encourage others. And that's why I'm sharing the simple principle and why we're talking about this is because I, I want to invite you to adopt the same principle. The first principle is this. I give up the right to be offended. Mm-hmm. The second principle is this. I give up the right to withhold encouragement. And so when you get that that God tap, that nudge, you think, oh, I should write them. Oh, I should text them. I should send a note. I should call. I mean, whatever that is, act on it. Mm-hmm. Because if you procrastinate it, that, that, that immediate impulse goes away. Because we get distracted, and I guarantee and we get on. that person needed what you have at that moment. I have to believe that. I, I know it because it's happened so many times in our own mm-hmm. lives where we've received encouragement at the right time, mm-hmm. and uh, and vice versa. We've yes, had opportunity to share with share. others, and they were like, "You have no, no idea, idea how, how much, much I needed, I needed to hear that." Yes, we, <laughs> hear, we, we hear it all we're the time. It. We know that we know it because because we both have lived that out. Um. So we mentioned the power of words last week. You mentioned the power of thoughts as well, and all that works together. So when we're thinking about the person of the Lord, we're thinking about the person of the Holy Spirit who walks with us. He's our counselor, our comforter, our advocate, our friend, our intercessor. He's all those things. When we're thinking about him and keeping him in mind, then it opens the door for him to bring people to our mind I woke up this morning thinking about a lot of people, just individuals came through my mind and I was able to call them by name. It's about five o'clock. I didn't really want to get up at five, but I was awake. So I called just a handful of people came to my mind. And instead of going, I wonder why I'm thinking about, I just Just prayed prayed for for them. So I'm trying to train myself to act on those thoughts and not just let those come and go because they will. They, they will. will come and go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's Sorry, good, Jimmy. I hit the desk. So I hope we can encourage you to do that. Speaking of mutual encouragement, we had another night out with the Currys. We did. It was so cool. Okay, so there's this new restaurant in town. Oh, my gosh. It's an Italian restaurant. They started building it during COVID, you know, when everything they had to was... Re- Oh, they did furbish a whole building that was just falling apart. And we've apart. been watching them work on this building and seeing it going, that thing's going to be nice. Three years. Three years they've been working on this. So what's the name of the place? A la Campagna. Now, I may be saying it wrong, but that's the <laughs> I'd way. I'd probably say it that Yeah, way, I think it's a la Campagna. So it is an Italian? It's an Italian restaurant. Oh, my goodness. Amazing food. Wow. Amazing service. Wow. yeah. Of course, the chef heard Adam's voice from afar <laughs> and came over and just almost drooled on himself talking to <laughs> Adam. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. But the food was great. It was great. It was. But the fellowship was better. 
It was. It it's always great when we get a chance to go out with them. Going going to a winery tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, just tomorrow. to get just to get a little. And then they time. leave for Italy. They head out, and then we're gonna head and out. And then for we'll a bit, head out. So. so. So wonderful time. And one of the things I wanted to bring up is that what I love about our relationship with Adam and Tina is that, that, you know, we've had this discovery stage, right? Cause, cause relationships, whether it's an individual, a couple, you know, couples, a group or a community go through stages or phases, really begin to think about it. Um, what's happening is that we've gotten so close. And so We've moved beyond the discovery stage. So the discovery says, jotted some notes down. Tell me if this resonates with you. So, and you think about as you're listening about your stages of a relationship, I'll go quickly through these, but discovery stage, everything's new and exciting. For example, we say, say things like we have so much in common. common. <laughs> We're just alike. And then I we find out later <laughs> we're not that much alike. It's it's hilarious. But it's it's a beautiful time because mm-hmm. discovery stage is fun, you know. And when somebody falls in love, for example, with another person, that that's the discovery stage. That's the that's the everything's amazing stage, honeymoon stage. And so every relationship goes through that discovery stage where everything's new and fresh. But then you you move past it, and this is where most individuals, couples, groups, and communities stop they cease they, mm-hmm. they cease to they never actually fully commit and connect and so the next stage is the this is us stage mm-hmm. so if you remember the show this is us it was just i loved it, that show but it was drama upon drama it was. upon i we used to watch it, i'd go this is so dramatic and you're like it's a drama but it's a drama like, it's ridiculously dramatic it was one of my favorite shows i know and you and most of america but um so I called it the this is a stage. And what that is, is that things can happen that are not quite as, that are more normal. You drop the mask. You, 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 you let your you guard, let your down. guard down. And then you let, you let more of yourself come out. And so when we were at dinner the other night, we had a couple of tense moments. Now you and I didn't have tense moments with them and they didn't have tense moments with us, but you and I had a couple of minor disagreements. You called me out on something and, that same thing happened, happened with Adam, with Adam and, Tina. and I, I laughed about it all night because yeah. I was like, "This is beautiful. We're finally past the discovery stage. Yes. We're moving into the this is us stage, where now you're getting the real us. You're getting the human. You're getting the people, and this is the part that most people never allow to be seen because they they want to be seen as perfect, mm-hmm. and we can't be perfect. And this is where most relationships stop because. If I can't be perfect, then I know they're not going to love or me anymore. A new love relationship. So a new, let's just say a, a boyfriend and girlfriend, and you both have masks on for how for mm-hmm. God knows how long. <laughs> and then when you do, a lot of times you have them on up until the engagement. Mm. Then after the engagement, there's a, a switch that flips. And True. you begin to let your guard down. I remember a couple. I will not say their names. Thank you. Um, but I think I know you know who I'm talking about. And they were they had a, a good courtship. It was a great dating relationship. As soon as they got engaged, all what do you, all the claws came out, <laughs> and it was horrible. We didn't know if they would even make it to get to the marriage, and then after the marriage, and now they've been married for years and have mm-hmm. several kids. But it was rocky. It was yeah. a rocky start. That was the this is us stage. Yes, because, but they, it's, I think it can be a dangerous place. I remember the, 
the discovery stage with you oh, 30 years ago. I remember we're so much alike. putting on this. <sighs> I, there I think little I, bluebirds flying around. I, us yes. And, I was like, Oh, poor, poor victim me, <laughs> but I'm, I'm all whole and healed and ready to embark on a new relationship. No, <laughs> I was not anything like that. I, th- I remember putting this mask on and I remember thinking, I literally remember thinking to myself, oh no, I'm going to have to take it off at some mm. point and he's going to get to know the real me. And it scared me. It really it scares scared all of me. us. All of yes. us have that fear of being known. Mm-hmm. And yet only the relationships that are played for the long game and last for the long haul are they've, they've overcome that stage and mm-hmm. they've walked through it and navigated it and said, I love you no matter what. I don't love you because of that. Or I don't not love you because of that to use right. a double negative. You know, I love you because of you and I'm good with that. And so I love that, that we hit that and it's been fun to navigate because I'm excited because what it means is that we're moving through, we're maturing relationally. We have, we have no mask on anymore. Nothing to Mm -hmm. hide, nothing to, you know, hold back lest they don't like me anymore. We're beyond that. So another stage, I just, I did, I jotted these down. I did a little research on this. Of course you did. I know it's fascinating to me. (laughs) I've got time. Uh, So, (laughs) So the next stage is steady as we grow. Not steady as we go, steady as we grow. And that stage means that you're beginning to lay foundations for longevity. In other words, you see that you see the potential in a long-term relationship. This isn't just for a season or they're going to be hind by or, oh, that was great. We did that together and now, now we've gone on. Or, or they move out of town so you think I'll never talk to them again. No, it's, you're actually laying foundations for a long, a long life. The next stage intertwined journeys. I like that. Your journeys start to really intertwine. And I'm actually seeing elements of these in our relationship with Curry's right now. Mm-hmm. And it's really exciting. It is. But intertwined journeys, that means you're doing real life together. That means uh, things like taking a vacation together. I mean, well, if Which you we ever are wanna, going on a trip yeah, next year. If you ever want to test a relationship, week. go on a vacation together. Yeah, we're going on a trip. <laughs> Next month. Yeah, Sorry, it's not a vacation, it. but it's, it's a but it's a neat, going to be a wonderful trip, thing. Although, and, and we're scheduled next year to go on a vacation. Up I, to I'm Nashville. not sure if Adam is flying us or not. He's I'm not, not sure right. either. I don't know yet. That I'm a little nervous about. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's you're going to see the real real everybody with I know, exactly. flying the plane, exactly. Right? And then, uh, yeah, and adventures together. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing things together, and I love that. That that to me is what when it gets exciting. And again, each of these stages have their um, their precarious moments that that can be make or break, and you've just got to have this this mentality of commitment, this mentality of this is a God thing, and continue to work through it. The next stage, dancing in the rain. Now it sounds funny. <laughs> Where did you get that from? I pulled it up somewhere. I, some of these were mine. Some of these are, I borrowed, and they just fit for me as I thought through stages. And that's navigating the storms. Mm, That's dancing in the rain, navigating the storms, pain, suffering, and trauma of life. Mm. Because it's, it's when that diagnosis comes or when, when the ball drops on something that you didn't see coming or your, or your best friend makes a terrible moral mistake or decision. 
you know, are you still going to be there for them? Are you still going to, are you going to dance in the rain with them? And I love the picture of that. The, of course, you think about the movie Dancing in That's the Rain, exactly the song. exactly what was going through my but mind. But think about the joy, and yet it's pouring down rain, and, and the dancers are oblivious to the mm-hmm. rain. You know, the, the umbrellas do no good. You know, they're using them to dance with. And so, to me, that's a beautiful stage where you get to walk through the heavy stuff. And so, the next one is Beyond the Horizon. And that's the idea of exploring God's endless possibilities together. Wow. That's when you're seeing destiny in your friend or your group or your community. You're seeing purpose and you actually join in cheering them on as they move into their destiny. That is something I love about Adam, mine and his relationship is we cheer each other on. We're, we're, we're cheerleaders for each other. I mean, man, everything he's doing with the boost grand ball and all the stuff with uh, podcast 2.0, I'm just like cheering him on, no agenda, cheering him on because he's, he's running in his lane and he's, Mm -hmm. and God's got his destiny. So I'm, I'm with him. Then the, uh, the last one is, are you hearing an alarm or something? I'm making sure I do have an alarm. <laughs> we have a roast on. on. We had a roast on last I week know. during the show. We're eating a lot this of roast right a now. Habit, no <laughs> doubt. And then the last one is, and it's really not the last, it's just the next one. I didn't make this into any tremendous thing. And it's rooted together, rooted together. I love that. And that means you are playing the long game. You, you know that you're meant to walk together and for if life. You, if you start by, by, projecting that you're playing the long game you will play the long game yeah that's right again it starts with your mind yeah yeah absolutely so anyway just some thoughts things i'm pinging around in my mind and and to again such a sweet time with our friends and we're excited for them getting to take a little break and go do some travel of which we would have traveled with them, but you did not want to go overseas at this point, which is fine. And I didn't want to use my sabbatical for an extended trip like that. Right, so right. anyway, we'll go another time with them. So uh, I've, we've got some thank yous. Boy, I mean, do we. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this around so I can see it and read it. But uh, we just want to say thank you for the great response from last week's show. I mean, I already mentioned this, you know, we, we were discouraged. We were we did not have our, oh, is it going? Okay. Yeah. You go take care of the roast. <laughs> I'll take care of this. So friends, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You came through with notes. You showed up with boostograms and comments, emails. It was so encouraging. And uh, again, it was that lesson. I'm not, I'm not, I give up the right to, to never hold on to an encouragement again. So thank you for inspiring me. And it's a good lesson for us. So here's some kudos and thanks. And I'll just start here with some donations. Trinity Divilbiss. Thank you, Trinity. You donated $11.1776. Thank you for doing that. Every little bit matters. It all adds up. And it, what it does, it allows us to keep adding. We've got always got new equipment that we want to increase and, and improve what we do. We want to operate with excellence. And so the, all this goes into a fund to really take care of the equipment that we're putting together for the podcast. So thank you for that. David Wicker, so appreciate you, brother. $20 donation and also appreciated your emails. Just some good back and forth encouragement, brother to brother. So thank you, David. Also want to say thanks to Peggy Layden. Peggy has become just such a dear friend of ours and such a jewel. She helped us out at our church, worked with our team, led us through uh, Strength Finders 2.0. Such a blessing to get that, that time with Peggy and a donation of 25. So thank you, Peggy, for, for encouraging us. Eric Kessler, another great 
great brother in the Lord, $100. What? Thank you, Eric. So encouraging to us. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you for who you are and what you're doing, man. And then we have some boostograms. So I want to start with this one. Uh, this is a boostogram, 77,700 sats from Adam the Podfather Curry. That is a striper boost. There it is. He's also our executive producer, and he has given up the right to be offended. That's what he wrote on his note. Coming in with 25,000 sats, another precious new friend of ours, Julie Lofgarden. Oh. She says this, loved our dinner and getting to know you both. You're such an encouragement to others, but let me encourage you. You both truly are fishers of men. Oh, the Spirit sweet. used you to catch Tina and Adam <laughs> and so many others for the kingdom. God bless and would love prayer as we embark on a trip with my parents this week. So we really appreciate uh, Julie and Ben, too. We had yes. such a sweet time meeting them last week over in Dripping Springs with Curry's and hanging out with them. And it was a beautiful, beautiful time. Did sure you enjoy was. hearing I her did. story? I did. Amazing. And then also we got a boostergram, 25,000 sats from Tina the Keeper. Of Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tina. You're awesome. And she writes, love, love, love you too. Well, we Aww. love, love, love you too. So... Thank you, Tina. We so appreciate you. And then another boostogram. It's kind of a striper boost from Sir TJ, 17,777. So we'll go with the striper boost for that. <laughs> and he writes this, I could say a lot, but I'll keep it short and just say I've received a lot of value oh, wow. and wanted to send some. Truly, thank you for your podcast. KTLD. And FTCO, so KTLD. Okay, remind people what that means. All right, so Adam Curry has this amazing, no, this intense obsession about keeping the lid down on the toilet. And Which we have. We're with him on that, actually. We've been this I, way we're all just my as obsessed. Life. He's more vocal about it. I'll just put it that way. Oh, he wants to have T-shirts T-shirts, caps, bumper cups, stickers. Who knows what else. And so, yes. So anyway, I love Sir TJ. Thank you, man. You just made me laugh when I read that. Keep the lid down. And FTCO, flush the crap out. So, <laughs> I, man, we're totally with you, my friend. Wow. Both in the toilet and in life, my friend. So yes. great. And thanks for the, thanks for the boost. I love it when you make me laugh. That's good. And then we got another boostogram for 1,234 sats from Scott ZC. He just wrote, bless you both with a smiley face. So Scott, thank you so much. And bless you too, brother. Another 1,200 from Shelly. Shelly C. And she sent in uh, 1,200 sats. She writes this, love your show. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And you all bring life to the podcast waves. I enjoy listening on my morning walks. I particularly loved hearing about your sabbatical as my own pastor is on his now. Isn't that cool? I'm praying he experiences the same refreshing you are. Keep doing what you're doing and sharing. You guys are great. Well, Shelly, you're great too. And we want to say thank thank you. you. That means a lot. Not only for the sats, but just for taking the time to write an encouraging note. You're doing it. You've given up your right to hold back, withhold encouragement. So thank you. It means a ton. We have another user, uh, Boostagram for 100 sats. He writes this, or she writes this, I love the podcast. 
Today starts a th- starts year 38 as a football coach's wife, so I understand being offended. And I love the wow. message of forgiveness and being unoffendable. Boy, does she ever being understand. Being a coach's wife, that's like yes. being a pastor's wife. It I, is. It really is very similar. It is, it is. And so thank you so much. There's not a name attached to her mm-hmm. her user handle, but thank you so much for writing in. And we feel you. <laughs> we, we get it. But let's together, let's give up the right to be offended. And I think we'll, God will use us in mm-hmm, even greater for ways. Sure. Also, we got uh, got this note from Julie. This was now these are emails that were written in to our website. So Julie writes this: Thank you both for sharing your lives with us. You are right. We are never too old or spiritually mature to learn and grow. I find the older I get, the less I know, and the more God has for me to learn. What a gift. Boy, that is the truth. That's some wisdom right there, that isn't is. it? Julie, it's beautiful. Thank you for taking the time to write. And we just want to bless you. Now, oh, there's more. I forgot. But wait, there's more. She says, also, I've noticed a marked difference in your voices, especially in the last couple of weeks. Because You're... we have our new <laughs> roadcaster. <laughs> well, we've got that. That was helpful because Adam tuned our voices. He's the, the podcaster ah. master. But she says, You're relaxed. You are relaxed. She says, what a gift the sabbatical is. Almost too relaxed, I think. (laughs) I know. I'm feeling super mellow. I am too, especially today. What a gift the sabbatical is for you both. I teach women weekly through Bible Study Fellowship, September through May. It's a wonderful program for for women. Absolutely. With a schedule similar to a pastor role. I, I really enjoy and treasure my June and July off. August is planning for the new year as it gives me pause and perspective before I dive in again. She ends with this. Thank you again for your open and honest look at life through the lens of Christ. Blessings to you both mm, and sweet. blessings to you, Julie. That yes. just means so much. Peggy wrote us a note. Peggy Layden, I mentioned her earlier. This is beautiful. She says, love the message on forgiveness and surrendering the right to be offended. Love you guys. That and really has hit home with people. That's resonated. Thank you, Pastor Bill Johnson. You might need Bill to do Johnson. a whole new series on that. That At may, some point. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I hear you there. Man. Love you guys and praying for you both to go deeper. And well, thank you because that's our heart. We want to go deeper. She says, wish we lived closer. Sometimes I text Annette things, but I'm realizing she may not be getting those texts during your sabbatical. No, I'm getting the text. I'm just, no, I'm not. Not from her no. because we changed, her changed phone number. our numbers. She can email me. Well, she can write us right through here. Or and through then there. Get, y'all can yes. connect. I'm just not returning it. I'm not, right. yeah. Not right now. Sabbatical. But thank you, Peggy. We love you. You are a dear, dear friend. And then the last thing, um, this is from Sean McGuire. So Sean wrote this. He says, hi, Jimmy and Dame Annette. I've CC'd Curry and the Keeper on this too, because I think they'd find this interesting as well, given Adam's recent decision to give up on the right to be offended. You guys have been talking for a few weeks now about being offended, and the scripture that always comes to mind is one my dad often brings up, Luke 17, 1. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible, that, but that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. And he says this, The whole scripture is great, but the most interesting part about this scripture is that Jesus says offenses will come. Not might come, will come. And the interesting part about offenses will come is the word offenses. Strong's Concordance, way to do some study there, brother. Strong's Concordance says that the root word in Greek, it it means this, a trap stick or a bent sapling. You know, like a stick that you pull out from under. A snare. 
Mm-hmm. Literally what we've seen cartoon characters do for years, Bugs Bunny or, or, uh, or some other the character. Road runner. Yeah. Grabs a tree, bends it down, bends the top into a loop and waits for Elmer Fudd or Goofy to step on it to the loop. And suddenly the tree springs up and they get caught. Offenses are literally a trap. The devil sets and waits for you to step it's into. True. So good, Sean. Sean, thank you for writing that. Thanks for, man, I love that that prompted those thoughts for you and that you dove into that. Well, and what I think about with offenses too is as Christians, we need to look at where the origin of that offense is. Hmm. It's not the person, but there is there is a controlled being called Satan that go. control that's who brings the trap the person he's just using the person to do that and if we could get our eyes and our thoughts on that mm-hmm. it would change how we respond to people and it comes back to seeing what well, something we've talked about on here before and that's seeing people in 3d exactly realizing there's a look behind the obvious mm-hmm. don't look behind what look behind look beyond yes because there's something driving that and something when we do that always. we can we can be unoffendable because we realize you know that's it takes work. To it be does. No, no. This is, yeah, there's there's effort <laughs> and prayer. I mean, it really learning to become dependent upon the Lord. And the scripture says this in, in Corinthians. It says in Second or Corinthians chapter ten. It says in bringing every thought into captivity, captivity. of Christ, mm-hmm. so that you can actually take a thought and capture it. It's like putting it in in jail Mm -hmm. so that it's away from you. It's detached. It's separated. So bringing every thought in, um, bringing into captivity, every thought into the obedience of Christ. Mm -hmm. That's a powerful verse. That's that's a principle I've had to lean on many, many, many times. So guys, the last thing I want to say to you is value for value. That's what we're talking about. That's what this is. You guys, time, talents, treasure, you have been, you've given us value with your time by writing these encouragements in. Keep them coming. We want to dialogue. We want to connect. We want to hear from you and we want to talk to you because we're here to help you live up in a down world and I, and you're helping us do the same. We're all in this thing together. So thank you so much. Living uppers. That's what I've been calling, calling (laughs) folks. They're living uppers and you guys are doing just that. Thank you for the sats, for the donations and support. That's what value for value is all about. If you're getting value out of what we're bringing, this is helping you. This is encouraging you. It's inspiring you. It's motivating you or helping you navigate a difficult season. Then all we ask is that you give value back in, in whatever form that, that works for you. And we want you to know you are loved, you're valued, you're appreciated. And so we're going to land the plane with that because yes. it's been a great time. We hope you're, again, encouraged today. And then any final word? Yeah, just um, we so appreciate you listening and just keep us keep us on. Keep us on. Yeah. We, we want to bring value to you and we, we pray, we pray Absolutely. that you receive something from every broadcast. Absolutely. All right, we'll be coming from the beach next week, so we're looking forward to it. God bless you. Have an amazing work week on purpose.